Welcome to another episode of Center Stage. I'm your host, John Henson, and this week we're talking to Maddie Martin of Smith AI, uh, which is uh, just a virtual receptionist uh, chat service company. And um, Maddie and I have known each other for quite a while now. We have a pretty good relationship with each other. And in this episode, we're talking about just some various tech solutions that lawyers can implement that are either free or relatively inexpensive that can help you delegate tasks and get a lot of the clutter out of your life so that you can focus on doing legal work while all of the back-end stuff, whether it's admin or marketing or whatever it is, gets taken care of for you. So I really think it's going to be a really valuable episode for you guys, and I hope you enjoy. This is Center Stage, putting lawyers in the spotlight by highlighting attorneys and other industry experts to help take your law firm to the next level. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Center Stage. I am your host, John Henson, and with me today is Maddie Martin. Uh, She's the head of growth and education at Smith AI, uh, which is a virtual reception service that combines live agents and AI, which uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, She also teaches CLE nationwide, and she has built marketing teams at three different VC-backed startups. Uh, She also has uh, expertise in digital marketing and business communications. So Maddie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, John. It's great to be here. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about just various tech options that exist out there for attorneys. Um, I know you and your work at Smith AI, you know, we've known each other for a couple of years now. Um, Smith specifically works in that virtual receptionist area. Um, some of the chat functionalities that attorneys can have on websites. Um, aside from that, you know, what are some various tech options that are out there for lawyers Um, even some that may not be specifically designed for lawyers, but what are some other options out there that they can use to sort of streamline their business processes? Absolutely. That's a great question. So yes, you know, Smith AI is a tech forward company. We have live agents on calls, on chats, on text, on Facebook, but uh, we do have proprietary AI software and we do a lot with that. And, And it's a lot of integrations actually, John. So what we end up seeing is, ourselves almost as a keystone to the rest of the technologies that operate within a law firm and other businesses. You know, we're in about 80% of our clients are our attorneys right now. And what that means is that we see firms and then we also see how other businesses operate. And we get to interact with a lot of the integration partners and tech partners and just interfacing with attorneys you know, in various Facebook and networking groups, we see very often the tools that they're using and that they're most most enthusiastic about. And a few of them, actually by far the most popular sort of tool out there is scheduling tools, online calendaring. There's no way that anything comes to mind nearly as clearly as the online calendaring tools. They integrate with your systems that you already use. They're incredibly affordable. They're easy to set up. You don't need a tech consultant. And largely, they are integrated with your other systems, right? So your email, your CRM, your practice management, there has been a huge push to make your calendar play well with the other software in your stack, so to speak. But if I look at the other tools that you know attorneys and beyond are using, 
Um, we did a webinar earlier this year with Text Expander, and that was a hugely popular and also really high impact session. When you think about, you know, that tool is maybe it's $5 a month, it's $3 a month, it's in that really, really small cup of coffee range. And you think, how could I possibly still be typing out all of these emails, all of these you know, intro emails or referral emails or rejection emails or even messages on social where you're in a Facebook group and you want to say thank you for a referral or you want to make a common referral, you want to say how to contact you for a consultation. These are all really common messages that we put out there. And it's such a no-brainer to use a tool like that tap a couple keys instead of writing out multiple paragraphs, even with word sort of merge fields that you can add in, that to me is such a time saver that allows you to put your brain to better use during the day. And if there's a third one, I would have to say for group calendaring, I still use the tried and true doodle. So you know, doodle as if you're drawing something on a paper, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, so it is, free. It allows you to have people pick the best times for them. If you have a group meeting, if you have a retreat, a, a half day sort of event, it's awesome to be able to cut down again on that email back and forth on that, you know, email tag, so to speak, and just get everyone's information up front and you leading the meeting, make the decision and see when everyone's available. So those are sort of my quick hit tips and all extremely affordable. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, and full disclosure, like we didn't rehearse any of this whatsoever. And I mean, I like, I'm, I'm so excited that you mentioned all of those things because, you know, those three apps that we use uh, in our office, Text Expander specifically, um, yeah, to your point, I mean, I think we pay annually and it's like 25 bucks or something crazy like that. But the amount of time that it saves so, so easy, especially if you're writing those same emails over and over again, you know, like our, our account managers, they're sending their clients the same content every month. Like, Hey, your new blog is ready. Your new email newsletter is ready, all that kind of stuff. And if they had to sit there and type that out every single time, that's all they'd be doing with their jobs probably. But instead, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And if you're wondering like, oh, why isn't my assistant as productive as so-and-so's assistant? Or why doesn't my paralegal get more work done? Well, we can talk about that. You're probably making that person answer your phones. But you know, when you think about the actual core tasks that they're doing, it's important to be prompt, to be you know, respectful and articulate in any response or any communications that you're doing. But it is extremely time consuming to write at the level that you would demand of yourself and your staff. So how do you get that? Well, you write it really well the first time and then you update it, maybe merge in a couple words when you need to send it again and again, or it's just really a canned response and you don't need to modify it at all. The other benefit, John, as, as you bring to mind for me, is that there is a Teams feature. So you can actually share your common snippets, so to speak. Um, and you know, if you don't want to use Text Expander, there is a sort of hotkey function 
on your phone. Apple has that, for example. There are a few other tools that are out there, but that allows you to be lightning fast and give that power to the rest of your team as you expand and think, oh, is it worth it for me to hire a new employee, a contractor, et cetera? Well, these are tools that make your employees' time sort of more protected for that precious resource that you've invested in. Yeah, for sure. And so to kind of kind of transition to our next thing, you know, one thing that you just mentioned there is one of the big like sort of time sucks for certain employees is that you have people manning the phones. And obviously every every law office needs a phone. That's that's a given. You know, we're not so technologically advanced that phones are outdated. No. But what are some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen lawyers make with their phone systems? Oh, so many mistakes. We don't have enough time. Um, but I will tell you that the top three mistakes that attorneys make. So number one, um, not answering, obviously, and letting calls go to voicemail. And even from there, um, sort of letting it become a game of, did the person leave me a voicemail? If not, I'm not going to call back this random number. They must not be serious. Well, that's a huge and you know error-filled assumption that a lot of attorneys make. Uh, and then also, even if you are answer, answering your calls, not answering them 24-7. You may think, oh, I'm in an estate practice or I'm in a business law practice, IP. People don't call me on the weekends or evenings. Well, guess what? We've just lived through a year, of almost a year, of a coronavirus pandemic where people are at home. They're now a teacher for their young children and they're taking care of multiple generations. You know, even if you know, in a standard year, you're not getting after hours calls. That doesn't mean that this year and from now on, you shouldn't expect to. Now also consider if someone is at work during your working hours and they have an employment law matter, right? Or workers comp, they're not going to make those calls. Even for me, I got a divorce years ago. I wouldn't want my coworkers in my office or even in my home, certainly, to overhear me having a call with a family law attorney. So there are many reasons why people use after hours um, times to, to contact law firms. And I wouldn't overlook that those people who are contacting you are just as valid and de deserve the same prompt response that anyone during daytime hours sort of you would give them. So that's, that's sort of the second mistake. Um, the third mistake is not proactively answering common questions on these calls. I think attorneys, and if you haven't read the Clear Legal Trends Report, do, because this what I'm about to say is backed by a lot of data year after year. Clients are saying, potential clients, that actually they are not choosing law firms because they didn't get the answers that they were you know, seeking information on. And that was one of the reasons why they didn't choose that law firm and went with another. And what that means is, A, we have to anticipate the questions that people are going to um, need answers to, but not know they have to ask when they get in touch with a law firm. So proactively identify an answer and equip your receptionist staff or, or make sure that you're prepared, your in-house staff is prepared to answer those questions because they don't know what they don't know when they call your firm. So if you can say, these are things I didn't hear you ask that 
commonly I like to inform potential clients about, wow, what incredible customer services that you're anticipating their needs and you're also in the driving seat, right? So if you are steering the ship, then you set clear boundaries from the start that you're in control and that you are going to steer the rest of the conversation instead of those sort of very regrettable situations where that new potential client gets a hint that they're steering your ship and that's much harder to correct later on. So give that information up front and help them make a good decision. They're also not necessarily going to share everything unless you specifically ask for it or if they're not going to share at all, they at least digest what you're telling them so they can make an informed decision based on the information they shared and that they didn't share that they need to process on their own. Yeah. And, and for me personally, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I call a law office and the, and whoever's manning the phone just answers law office. <laughs> yep. Like, that happens. <laughs> yeah. So like, look, if you're listening out there and that's what your script is, please change it because you're obviously not the only law office in your town. May, I mean, maybe if you're in a small town, but still, even let if you people know who you are when you answer. Well, and also just think about the experience that you're giving in that scenario, you know, law office. Well, that's not even a question. It's not a prompt. It's not friendly. It doesn't say I have a, you know, client centered practice, you know, as Jack from Clio would say. Um, so you start to think like, how does every bit, every piece of your communication strategy evoke the, the tone and nature of your firm? What are you putting out in the world, right? So make sure that you smile when you answer the phone. Make sure that you um, have an inviting atmosphere and that comes through not just in the tone, but in the words that you use. And John, you're absolutely right. Now, if someone comes to Smith AI and they say, this is the way that you have to answer my phone, you know, we, we, we're not going to say, no, we're in charge, we're doing it this way. But we highly recommend that you take a more approachable tone because people are already, A, hesitant, and B, not, not convinced that they even need an attorney. And if they do know they need an attorney, they're pretty apprehensive about what it's going to be like to work with a law firm. So sort of confront those standards that exist and say, no, we're, we're doing it differently. This is going to be an exceptional experience for you. Yeah. So <clears throat> one, of the, one of the big things that we recommend, obviously, is delegating. And I think you and I would agree that having someone in your office answering the phones is just one of those things that you can delegate out to free up time for people to actually be doing legal work. So when it comes to potentially picking out a receptionist service, whether it, whether they choose Smith or maybe one of the other receptionist services out there, what sorts of things, characteristics, functionalities, features, whatever, what should people be looking for when they are picking a receptionist service to potentially work with? So I'm so glad that you started that thought with delegation at the top of our minds because it is, I'm a diehard Eisenhower decision matrix sort of devotee, right? And we all are here at Smith AI and we're constantly like stack ranking what we need to do. Now, when you think about, all right, how do I get the most value out of a receptionist service? You could look and compare costs. You can say, wow, that's cool. Smith AI charges per call and not per minute. You know, it's so much easier for me to budget and factor in those costs. You know, most receptionist services and not just call centers answering services are going to do more 
or then just answer the call. But there is a level of discretion when you find the right one that's highly capable of not just following sort of your directions and your scripts. Oh, if so-and-so answers these questions, then schedule an appointment and it's very rigid. Well, then you get a rigid experience for your potential clients. It's not necessarily sounding in-house and it might sound like a call center, which is weird if you're running a solo or small firm and you think, well, this is the experience that I want to deliver that boutique sort of personalized nature to my clients. And here I am using a call center that really sounds sort of perfunctory and robotic. So what I would recommend is that you actually call and listen to these receptionists on the phone, maybe with some of your peers, these companies can absolutely recommend, we certainly do, clients who you can call at no cost to that client to see how they sound on the phone. Now, the most important thing is when we think about delegating, we think about the, the significant value that comes when you delegate more and not just those very basic things. The, the very basic things you can almost automate them. Oh, appointment reminders. Your calendaring system, as we talked about earlier, is going to do that for you, right? That's not an element that you need to delegate. But what you do need to delegate is that sort of conversation and initial screening and scheduling, maybe taking payment over the phone so you don't have to chase it down later, especially if you charge for consultations. Um, following up, maybe you hosted an event or you taught a CLE and you want that personalized nature or someone, you know, contacted you, completed your web form. You want to call that person back using your caller ID. And it, per it sounds like that person is in your office saying, hi, I saw that you completed our contact form online. You need help with a divorce, whatever, DUI, whatever it is. And I'm calling to see if this is the right fit for the law firm and how we can help you, et cetera, right? Now, if you're running just on scripts, it's very hard to have those conversations that sound natural and that allow for enough discretion on the part of the receptionist to make sound choices based on what they know and understand your firm to be about, right? So that's increasingly important as you say, how can I get more value out of my receptionist service? Not everything is going to be documented in some spreadsheet or some triage tree, right? You will need your receptionist service and people who are most happy with Smith AI are finding that if they tell us this is what I'm looking for, and these are the general parameters of what I do, and err on the side of caution or you know, conservancy, then you could say, okay, well, if this person doesn't quite fit the mold, schedule the consultation anyway, because I'd rather spend 15 minutes, which costs me, I don't know, let's say $75 versus losing that lead who cost me $200 just to make my phone ring, not to mention the loss of the potential business that I missed out on, right? So, so give those sort of guidance and those rules, but also the parameters that they can play in as a little room to breathe, and that's where we see the best success. Now, there's also a couple other things I really encourage that you look at. Um, there are services that will charge you for every call that comes through, spam, sales, you name it. 
we don't charge for spammer sales. We will proactively block known robocallers, et cetera, much better than if you have to review your phone bill every month from the receptionist service and say, oh, I'm going to clear out those 10 calls that were spam. Can you please give me a refund? That's sort of a you know pain in the butt. Um, then there are other factors like how well does it integrate with your system and software? Does it integrate with your case and practice management system? Does it integrate with your calendaring tool? Can they take payment for you from consultations? Can they make outbound calls, English and Spanish? There are a number of certain, certain things in the hit list that based on your practice area, based on what your clients need and your firm needs, um, that you are going to prioritize over other firms like yours. Yeah. Totally agree. So kind of the last thing here, aside from, or not aside from, but kind of in addition to phone service, we're really seeing how important a chat functionality on a website is. And so what, in your opinion, are some of the benefits of having that chat functionality on your website? Well, I mean, the number one benefit is that you are offering the same level of service and, and responsiveness to people who visit your site and need that level of silence or discretion, privacy, that a phone call just won't afford them. I mean, take the example of, again, that woman who's looking to get a divorce during the you know, coronavirus pandemic. How is she going to get that message to that law firm? Maybe steal herself away or on her phone or on her computer, she can suddenly have a conversation with that attorney, that law firm, right? And, and putting in the disclaimer, this is not legal advice, this doesn't constitute an attorney-client relationship, et cetera, will set up those conversations for success. Now, what we find is actually, and this is um, you know, from a variety of studies, but about 25% of you know, communications to firms are after hours, and then 15% of leads who come through website chat are are net new. So what does that mean? It means that they wouldn't otherwise call or fill out your web form and they are taking the opportunity that chat is presenting to them to engage with that with your firm, right? So to me, that's extremely compelling to say, well, if there's a you know free trial with Smith AI or we even have a free chat bot for sort of a permanent free solution, why not capture, first of all, the contact information up front before the conversation even begins. So you're never left in the lurch. You get that name and email and or phone number up front. You have that conversation, you can screen the lead, you can schedule a consultation just the same way you would over the phone. You can even have this technology apply for text messages and Facebook messages, giving you sort of that responsiveness that's not just a function of you know, sort of time to respond. We always think about responsiveness is how quickly you respond, but across all the channels on which you really should be responding to provide that level of responsiveness that clients and not just millennials demand at this time. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been really great. Uh, I hope everyone out there got a lot of good ideas. Hopefully you're going to go download some new apps, Doodle, Text Expander, get a calendar app on your website. Um, before we wrap up, if you can give one piece of advice to attorneys out there, what would it be? I would sit down and I would take inventory of the last week. And if you haven't documented your time, if you're not sort of, you know, doing that anymore, then spend the next week documenting your time and be 
just brutally honest with yourself how much time you're taking for tasks because it will shock you. It is multiple hours a day on average that you spend on admin, configuring technology, and office administration and billing and tasks like that, right? And then it's another huge chunk of time that you spend actually doing very valuable tasks like engaging and networking on various groups online, um, maybe with your bar association, maybe planning educational content or writing, um, and then a whole nother set of time that's spent sort of recovering from interruptions. You get a call, you sort of get up and take a break, you get coffee, you do whatever. Actually sit down for a week and document really force yourself to document how every sort of 15 minute block is allocated in your working day. And also, are you working nine to five or are you really actually working longer hours? Are you working on the weekends? Are you checking your email and spending another 30 minutes at nine o'clock at night? So everything related to direct tasks, management tasks, business sort of oversight. And then from there, just color code. You can write it down on a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be high tech. Color code everything that you can automate or hand off and color code everything that you can streamline or you don't have to do it anymore. There's a better solution or you need to ask someone. And, and I will assure you the sort of the hesitation that you have, if you take nothing else from this conversation, take this. Not doing it and the risk of it not being done your way is sort of way more severe than handing it off and having it be done 90% because no one's going to notice, right? You're the only person who's going to notice that you didn't do it. And that's a harsh truth. I understand that. But the perfection, the type A personalities that are really present, not only in law, but also in myself, I relate to this very closely. Um, by not doing it, you're hurting yourself more than the risk of it not being done by you, right? So delegate more, use that as a stepping stone to identify what to automate, what to delegate, what to hand off to an employee or to hand off to a contractor. And that will be such an eye-opening moment for you. And, and I think that the thing that we see most often at Smith AI is people saying constantly, I wish I had done this sooner. And this is the biggest most impactful business decision that I've made in the year. So start now and you have a whole year ahead of you to reap the benefits of that and many more years beyond that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Maddie, thank you so much uh, for your time today. Um, if you guys out there are interested in learning more about smith.ai, um, Maddie, let them know how they can get in touch with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So just visit our website, smith.ai. You will get a free trial uh, or a money back guarantee. We are, you know, sort of offering both options now these days uh, in case we, uh, you had gotten in touch with us before and it was only a free trial. So that's sort of new and exciting uh, option for you uh, that we'll be rolling out very soon. Um, and then also you will get $100 off your first month of service with code Spotlight 100. And um, if you would like, you can call us 650-727-6484 and see how we sound on the phone or email us at hello at smith.ai.
Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Uh, thank you everyone for checking out the show. Uh, continue to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else that you're downloading the show. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. We will see you next week. Thanks, John. See you. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to spotlightbranding.com slash center stage. <laughs>